Okay, y'all, and we're back. Like I said, y'all getting two for one tonight. Um, the one thing about the podcast episodes, they shoot right out. Like I don't have a, I don't have a way of scheduling them. So even if I wanted to schedule this for tomorrow, I couldn't because once I hit publish, it publishes. Um, or I could wait to publish it tomorrow. But who's gonna do all that? I'm not doing that. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, uh, this is. The next, this is the next story. Um, I, <laughs> I have two more. Um, I think the Lord gonna have me go ahead and release that one that I, ain't, I don't really want to release, but not tonight. But I think I, I think I might have two more, so it might be a, one more before I end the series, unless the Lord give me some more. Um, but yeah, so this episode is, or this particular sign is, they will go back and lie to your family telling them a story uh that wasn't true they didn't they didn't tell the real things let me say that again they go back and tell the family you deserted them without telling the family um what really happened okay so that's 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 the name of the that's really the name of the the thing i know it's kind of long but basically the sign is they will go back and lie to the family without telling them the truth of what really happened behind closed doors let's just make it to summarize and make it short really quick and sweet that's gonna be the title okay but what the story is like the here here goes so this is what happened uh this this story is again another one of my ex-husband's stories so uh remember in the last episode if you haven't let, oh i'm sorry Welcome, welcome back from to receiving relay OGs. Welcome if you're new. Forgot to greet. Uh, forgot to greet. Well, my name is Tara Walker. If you're new, hey. Um, welcome. We've been doing a narcissist series, signs of a narcissistic personality, narcissistic personality disorder, or AKA narcissistic behavior. You know, a person that has these tendencies and these signs or these behaviors. Okay, so we're doing like a short series on this. Um, this particular story that I'm getting ready to tell y'all is about my ex-husband and we this is the this is after the first time we separated this is when he so let me tell you how we got back together I don't know I, I don't know if I said this before in another episode or in my testimony but how he was able to get back with me this, the first time was uh, we separated twice so the first time I left him and got another apartment and uh during this time unbeknownst to me he had been he he went back and told his family complete lies <laughs> and he ended up telling me because you know you might ask well how do you know he told me he told me what when we got back to forcefully got back together this was not a mutual thing let me tell you why i say that i'm gonna go back and insert this real quick uh when i got my own apartment um mm, that's how the devil do the devil's really tricky i was watching tv one um evening and i saw this movie called fireproof on tv it's a christian movie right i think kirk cameron is in it and in the movie uh a lot and i mean a lot of the movie looked like my old my previous marriage it looked like right and so i thought because <laughs> because the enemy plays off your emotions too y'all i'm telling you you have to discern what's of god and what's of the enemy and because I was not knowledgeable or educated like that, like I am now back then, I fell for the okie doke. 
So I thought the video was God. I thought that God was telling me that I need to get back with my husband. So nonetheless, long story short, I, um, no, it wasn't on TV. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody uh, at work let me borrow the movie. They had it. This is how long it was ago. This, it was on a VHS tape. And somebody at my old job brought it to work and um, gave it to me and told me to watch it. They said they thought it was a good movie, told me to watch it. So I went home, watched the movie, and I was like, oh, my goodness. So I went to church, handed the church to him, excuse me, handed the video to him and uh, told him to watch it. He calls me and was like, oh, my God, well, this is us, you know. You know, I'm talking like that because it's just like this, all this shit have never happened. Um, nonetheless, that's how we got back to talking, talking, you guys, talking. Where is what I wanted to stay. I did not want him to move back in me. I'm sorry, Jesus. Why can't I talk tonight, Lord? Oh, help me, Father. <laughs> I did not want him to move back in with me or move to my new apartment. Um, he had an apartment before we got married he was subbing that apartment to his mom that's how he was that's the apartment that he was able to move back to so he was not homeless when i left i did not leave him which was just which was the story that was told but i'll get to that um so he had a place to stay i had a place to stay i was happy i was comfortable i was thriving um um job helped me get the apartment they gave me a pre a, a um what do you call it a um What's that when they give you uh, um, a check ahead of time? Oh, I can't think of it. But y'all know what I'm talking about. When they give you a an advance. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They give me an advance to help me get my apartment, right? The uh, the contract that I was working for for the government. Help me get that apartment. The uh, girlfriend that I had at the time, she was the, not a girlfriend like that. A friend who was a girl. I have to make sure. Because these days I got to be listening to oh, a friend who is a female, she let me know that there was an apartment open, and I got on, and I loved her apartment, so I got on it right away, and I moved out, moved out, I moved, I moved out two days before the end of the month, uh, and, uh, two days before telling him that he had to go, he had two days to get out of the house, now, I am telling you all the honest to God truth, I do not have any type of reason to lie, this is my story, this is my truth, I got the apartment at the beginning of the month but I did not move and I did not tell him that I was moving to two days before the the day that he had to move because of how violent he was when um he got mad about something when when my ex-husband got mad at me for whatever reason when it was something that he really was really mad about he would literally scream to the top of his lungs not only that right but he would break things he would throw things and let me emphasize break things and the my husband is still laughing he's looking at um he's looking at um youtube stories these this this one guy on here he really he really y'all probably seen him before he really loves it's the guy that does these stories that um i think he says like can you relate to these stories so he'll he'll do he'll do like um um us back in the day when we come home from school versus the kids that come come home from school these days that's what he look he likes looking at him so i'm I'm pretty sure that's what he's looking at anyway 
so excuse him kind of busting out laughing in the background um so 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 yeah so he would remember i said emphasize break and the things that he would break y'all were all ways mine he i promise you on everything the whole entire time i knew him anytime that he would yell and scream and um to the top of his lungs and take something and break it was never anything of his i kid you not it was never anything of his now by this time like I said, we were married by this time. So by this time, I had acquired furniture. There was furniture given to me from a, a nice lady that I was friends with back then. Um, I had dishes, nice dishes. Um, I had bedroom and living room and dining room furniture, right, that I wanted to take with me in the move. So, I mean, come on now. Like, I may have been a, a real gullible and real naive and real, listen, but one thing for sure, I was never dumb never was i don't care what the devil would try to put what workers he tried to put on me and especially him too because he called he was another one that was repeated my father's behavior and called me stupid and fat when we was married too but that's a story for another time but i was never them things right and so i knew if i told him who gonna sit there and and, and um and sit in that house 28 29 days um um standing on eggshells coming home from work not knowing what 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 the bama gonna do or not knowing what i was gonna come home to because once not even one time a few times he would um he would um threaten to threaten to like um um like what man does this that's that's the crazy thing. I, I still be thinking about this to this day he would threaten to burn my clothes you know um throw my clothes out the window or set my clothes off like this stuff females and stuff like that be talking about listen story for another time but this is the type of stuff that i went through with him that people do not know so i don't care what nobody says about me in this situation they don't know what i was going through with him they don't know and whatever he told he was he lied and that's what i'm gonna get to because he did not tell the truth because he didn't want people to see he didn't want people to know the real him okay um, so, uh, which happens in a lot of relationships with narcissistic abuse. They, the person that live with them will know them, but the people outside will have no clue, right? And especially if they're good at hiding, uh, how they are. Now, a couple of dudes that I was friends with, um, that met or knew him from church and stuff like that, they knew him from having a, um, a bad attitude about some things, but they still didn't know to the degree. They still did not know to the degree what I was going through. Um, so anyway, when we, so like I said, that was the truth. That is why I did not tell him until two days before, excuse me, two days before it was time for him to leave. Unbeknownst to me, because I knew it was, I just thought it was going to be a, a full blowout crazy type of fest when I told him but unbeknownst to me he was eerily calm he was so calm it was almost a little bit sinister like as if he had something planned later on for me or something like that but he was so calm and I think I said this in other episodes he would um my ex-husband he would scream to the top of his lungs to things that I thought was just so crazy and petty right but the bigger things that I came and told him about that I thought that he would go off about, he was calm. 
and it was so crazy it was so weird to me right so like case in point like if i I'm not, I'm, I'm so using this for example, because I think he did yell at me for this one time before. I think I left a light on in the kitchen or a light on, a light on somewhere or whatever. And he's screaming at the top of his lungs. But I'm literally telling him, I left, I have another apartment, you have two days to get out of here. And he's like, okay. But now I know why. And it didn't dawn on me. <laughs> I never figured it out until he told me. I, okay, so... There was a guy, and I'm really telling, I'm really telling all right now. There was a, there was a minister. Well, let me leave my thoughts, my personal thoughts alone. That came to visit the church, and he was a friend of the pastor. And basically, long story short, he convinced the church to invest. Some people have a really good gift of gab, right? And he convinced the church to invest them their money into this something that's called dinars into this international money type of thing and we were supposed to um we were supposed to receive this money back i have yet to see this money my ex-husband i had three a little bit maybe like a little bit over three thousand dollars in my savings right um from um when i left working at blue cross blue shield when i had left that job right i had my um I was invested because back then you only need to be invested five years. I don't know about now. And so I had my invest investment. I, I was working in over five years. I think it was getting ready to it was getting ready to be ten. As a matter of fact, if I stayed one more year, it was gonna be ten. But it was a no. I wasn't staying in much longer. <laughs> so I had some savings, right? My ex-husband convinced me to put the whole thing into the into the dinar because he was so money hungry. Very, very extremely money hungry. And he believed that this man and you know and I didn't have a backbone back then because I, uh, if I now, it would have been a no for me. Uh, again, a H-E-L-L no for me. <laughs> but um, so nonetheless, I lost that money. But God is going to give it back. Let me tell you, dude, he's going to give back everything that came to word stone. So anyway, unbeknownst to me. So he was, he was, he, he knew how to, um, he, he created, you know, he created the account on his own password. He talked to the people on his own. So whenever, because you could borrow from it too right you could borrow from it if you needed it so when we needed it or whatever he would borrow from it and when I was um scheduled to leave and I had put in my um 30 days and everything like that that thing was so far from my mind all I was concerned about was getting out of there with me in one piece and all my stuff in one piece right so I never never ever it never even crossed my mind I promise you I'm not even I'm not even joking with you until he brought it up and then I understood why he was so calm so when we started back talking again before he moved himself back in that's where I was going with that um he um I know as a matter of fact I think he told me after he moved himself back in um when we were talking I had given him a key to check my mail because remember he didn't work right so he had free time during the day plenty of time so I would if I was looking for a package or something like that I gave him a key so he can put my mail in my house he started talking to me about getting back together and I told him I have to pray about it. I said, why can't we just court? We never did that the first time. Let's just court, get to know each other this time. Let's not rush back in the stuff. Y'all, as God is my witness, I came home from work one day. Unlocked that, unlocked that apartment 202 door. Walked in him, seen him across the, uh, across the way, sitting in my dining room chair. Like chilling, like honey, I'm home type of look on his face. I looked to the right. When I walked in, I looked to the right, and I had a um, I had a uh, the entertainment system that I had, 
um, well, it wasn't in the system, but the, the, the shelf that the TV sat in, it was big and it had shelves and stuff on it. He, I seen all his books in there and I looked at him and I smelled the smell. I could still smell. It was, it was horrible. I had some old freezer burnt chicken in there. I don't know how long I had that chicken in there. And he had it boiling on the stove. So the house was stinking, but he's sitting there like, honey, I'm home tight. And I just looked at him and he was like, Hey, and I squinted my eyes and I said to myself, no, this nigga didn't. And yes, yes, that's what my thoughts was, nigga. It was not Bama this time. And I went straight into my bedroom and shut the door and sat on the bed and literally tried to gather my thoughts about, like, I thought I was dreaming. I was like, did he, when y'all, when I tell y'all, mastermind of manipulation narcissists can be I I told him I was not ready I said let's talk about it the Bama moved himself in my apartment when I was at work and he knew he knew I wasn't going to fight him over it that's why he did it because I just did not just well, first of all, I hated arguing with him. Remember I said this before in another episode. I hated arguing with him. It was just, it was just like, oh my gosh. I hated it. Um, but I also just did not have the energy to fight. I, I didn't have, I was just like, you know what? Forget it. And it was during this time. So, so that's how he got back. It was not a thing where I mutually, we mutually agreed with him to move in. He moved himself in. So if any of you listening that knows him, that knows me back then, especially his family, because that's what I'm getting ready to get. If you listening and he told you that I told him to move back in, he is a liar from the pit of hell. He a lie and a true reign in him. That is not what happened. He moved himself in, and that is how we got back together the second time. Because if it was up to me, we probably never would have got back together, to be honest, to be truthfully honest. So it was during this time that he told me the events of what happened while we were separated. So the first thing he did was he told, he went back, because he was a deacon at that time in my church. He told, he out of his mouth, not nobody else, he told me. He went back and told the deacons uh, that was supposed, I guess, it was his brothers in Christ or friends or whatever. He told them that I abandoned him. He t- these were his exact words. He told them that I only gave him two days to leave and I left. And he don't know where I live or nothing like that. And at that time, when, he, when I first left, he didn't know where I live. I did not share with him where I live. Um, and, and so they, he told me, my ex-husband told me that they told him that they, I, that he needed to take me to court and, and file for, um, what, what do you call that thing? Um, not spousal support. It's the word. What's the word y'all? <sighs> alimony. Alimony. Yep. Because, um, he had left me abandoned, so and he had no, and he had 
And yes, he did. Because what he did, he had like money to take it. And yes, he did. Because the next thing that he admitted to me, remember how I said how that dinar, the money and stuff like that, never crossed my mind. I was just trying to get in there, get out of there. It still hadn't crossed my mind. I was just so happy that he, um, I thought maybe he got a revelation finally of how he treated me and just finally realized that this wasn't over and just was trying to be nice. Because the Bama came up and cleaned up, um, he cleaned out the, uh, the, the vacuum, the rugs and cleaned up the, because his name was on that lease back then too because he was pressed for it to be on there because he knew his name was on the lease I couldn't kick him out but nonetheless he came out to clean up the apartment so I just thought he was just doing something not mad no first of all again he did that because his name was on the lease second of all he got out of there so easily and so calm because he knew he said it was I think it was like 600 something it was just it was some a few hundred dollars left in the denars from that three thousand dollars yes that's how much he was taking that money he took all my money y'all he took it (sighs) anyway it was that much money left and he knew he had access to the money so he could help himself right so he could support himself now some of you may be thinking well wait a minute he that's stealing it's absolutely stealing it's absolutely stealing because it was my money from my job that put the money into my savings account, right? It was prior to marriage, right? It was my money that he took out without telling me. He did not tell me until after we got back together because he knew by then he knew I would be calm about it. He knew, I mean, because what could I do? He also then told me that that was the last of it and there was no more money left. So through the time, through the whole, you know, uh, that was the first year of marriage, right? Because, uh, yeah, we got married in 2009. That was 2010, December 2010 when I left. He was taking the money and doing whatever. You know, it wasn't coming to me because I was barely uh, paying the bills in the, part, in the uh, rent with what I had, right? I couldn't tell you what he was Now that I'm thinking about it, I couldn't tell you all he was doing with it. But I'm telling you, the Lord is going to get every, every, I said it last time, and every Thing that the canker worm stole, God's gonna give it back to me anyway, and more anyway. Um, yeah, so what he was doing, so he told the deacon, remember, I said, okay, so he told the deacon, they told me, something, yeah, you need to take her for alimony. Da, da, da. I think that's the word. Um, basically, it's supposed to be spousal support, so like, because try to make it seem like I abandoned him or whatever, and that was not the story. Of course, he did not tell him what his side of the story and what he was doing in the house was the reason why I left in the first place. So, for a long time, these deacons had an attitude with me. Oh, when I tell you, it was like, it was like dealing with females. I would come to church, y'all, and the deacons was rolling their eyes at me. They was side-eyeing me and, and you know what I'm saying, being short with me and stuff like that because they was listening and they really believed him. Why? Because a narcissist with this personality disorder has such a, an ability to grasp on people's heartstrings, it don't matter what sex they are, and get into their emotions and make it seem like they are the victim of everything everything yep but because i wasn't going around blasting everything that was happening to me they believed him okay so that was the deacons of the church now then it comes to his family this is what he told me he told me the same thing he told me that he told them the same thing that i only gave him gave him two days and kicked him out so now the family his family was thinking that i probably had like another dude or was absolute lie that i was having um 
an affair, which was a lie, which was a lie. Yeah, and I'll explain that too, which was a lie that I was like, you know, hoeing it up and stuff like that. All of that was untrue. It's the reason why I left him, and he told them that. So uh, he said that they said some stuff too, and I think they said more stuff, but he ain't tell me everything, right? But it's funny because remember y'all that episode that I told y'all when we first met, and he said um, the family... The family is going to make fun of you uh, when they see you. They're going to they gonna talk about you or something like that, whatever, because you're fat. Something like that, I said, right? Um, uh, where was I going with this? Um, I lost my train of thought real quick, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Um, Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So the reason why he didn't tell me all that, um, I know, I know it was more that was said because I know they, you know, again, the family used to always put. I don't know what it was with this family and 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 fat people or, or plus size people, but from the father on down to the brother, the sister, and everybody, and the stepmother, they always talked about me. But now I know it wasn't just my weight. Okay, okay. What y'all gotta understand is I always had a crown on my head. I've always had a crown on my head because I was always chosen. I was chosen before I didn't before I knew I was chosen as a child of God. And so when you're anointed like this, a lot of times you are picked on um just for no reason. It's because of the call in your life, right? So I know that now, but I didn't know that then, right? I just thought that everybody was just out to get me. <laughs> Listen. And I had and I did. I already had abandonment and rejection issues since I was a kid. So by this time I was just kinda used to it. Although it didn't feel good, but I was used to it. So he told me that he said that. And um I was just like, Wow. So you just gonna leave out all that really happened. And I ain't asked him that. I just was thinking that in my head. So you just gonna leave out all that really happened. So I just so I was just like, alright, I'll just take the L. I'll be the one to be blamed like for the reason why we left. I'll be the one. And so now I'm telling y'all on February again on February twelfth on this next episode that that is the truth. That is not um that is exactly what happened. And that is the reason why I left. And with many, it was many reasons why I left. It was many, 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 many reasons why I left the first time. Um, and then the second time, because let me tell you, honey child, and anybody that has been through something like this, um, like I've been, anybody that has been through something like this, um, if you've done, if you've taken a person back the second time, you can attest to this. It, you thought it was worse. You thought it was bad the first time. Hmm. If I ever come back and tell y'all the stuff I went through, if the Lord tell me to come keep going with this, and I tell y'all what I went through the second time, man, listen, I almost, man, it took the every, man, I'ma just leave it here. It took, it's, ooh, listen, I'm glad I had the Holy Ghost. That's all I'ma say about that, because I, I'll be in jail right now. I'ma just leave it at that. Uh, so, that concludes the, this episode. <laughs> Again, for the more intricate details of everything, um, at some point there will be a book released. At some point, um, with that, that that um, that side of my life, okay? Because I have to break my books up because it's so much happened. So at some point there will be, and then you'll be able to read everything, okay? Um, but that concludes this episode. Um, remember, people can people. Ugh. 
people will receive when they can relate. If any of you relate to any of these types of situations that I've been going through, please share with somebody who you think may need it. Um, I'm not even going to repeat what I said last time. If you missed this last episode, the one before that, and you running your mouth and gossiping, please go back and listen to the episode I uh, released right before this one. Um, Yeah, it would behoove you to, and I'll just leave it at that. And, um, yeah, so they will lie to your family without telling them the truth of what really happened, but what really happened behind closed doors with y'all. Um, yeah, until next time, again, I don't, well, yeah, I think it might be one more, but I'm gonna leave it at that for now. Y'all have a good night. Remember, people receive when they can relate. Bye.